I'm Emma Gray, and welcome to Rich Text, a podcast about our cultural obsessions, like men who are super horny for American flag apparel and turned off by gross girly shit, like makeup. I mean, ew. If you're listening today, you're already a paid subscriber to our audio and written newsletter, Rich Text. Thank you, as always, for being here. You quite literally make our work possible. We're here today because the next batch of Love is Blind Season 5 episodes dropped on Friday, and oh boy, does the Texan train wreck continue. My dear friend and incredible journalist, Laura Bassett, is back with me today, and she has kindly agreed to see this season through, so we're going to have fun. I volunteered for the torture once again. Yeah, I'm so sorry, but also thank you. You're a very good friend. (laughs) Houston, we have an ongoing problem. We will be making that joke every single episode. Should we just dive right in? Because there's a lot to get into in these three episodes, although blessedly, it's only three episodes and not four this time. Slightly less amounts of content, but the same amount of red flags in American Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So we kick off episode five. Remember last time we ended on a cliffhanger with Uche being like, she's gone. My lady is gone. The producer had let him hang in there for an awkward (laughs) amount of time before letting him know that the girl had ended the experiment. The woman, Aaliyah. They're just like, no, bro, just sit there a little longer. Just let the feeling of being abandoned stew a little bit harder. They're like, we're going to trigger you real hard with this. (laughs) So he walks back into the men's living quarters. And I just have to note, JP is, of course, wearing a fucking American flag shirt. I wasn't I wasn't aware that JP was into American flags, is he? Wow. You're like, I've never heard that. He drapes them over his pillows. He blows his nose with them. He probably wipes his ass with American flags. I wouldn't be surprised. I think we need to have a flag count for this particular batch of episodes. So that's number one. So Izzy and Milton do their best to try to talk things through with Uche. JP, of course, offers... No emotional support except for his emotional support American flag, which he's wearing. And Uche is confused, although he's like, this must have something to do with Lydia, of course. He then goes into an interview with producers and a producer is like, do you want me to call Aaliyah and see if she's willing to talk to you? And Uche is like, yes. So he gets her on the phone and we learn that. Lydia and Aaliyah, I guess, had another altercation that we didn't see in which Aaliyah made a glib comment to Lydia about that if Uche doesn't propose to her, maybe Lydia can just have him back. And Lydia said, fuck you, I don't want him back. And Aaliyah just kind of had a breakdown and left. I can't believe they didn't catch that on camera. Right? Like, like were they that- sleeping on the job? Did it happen at 4 a.m.? Like, when would when would this happen that they wouldn't catch this for the show? It's really weird, and it makes it hard to litigate what happened. But to me, I think this was, like, less about this one incident and just that Aaliyah was getting increasingly and understandably paranoid about the fact that she's, like, some pawn in some bullshit scheme that's going on. Right. And I think the fact that Lydia had said she'd slept with Uche three months earlier, I think Aaliyah started to emotionally check out. And then she was like, what am I doing? I'm going to get engaged to this person. I don't even trust anyone in this entire situation. I need to get the fuck out of here. 
what did you think about the way that Uche responded to Aaliyah leaving, like on this phone call? It was slightly better than his interrogation of her over the cheating, but it rode the line for me between like some of some of his points were were good. Like, why couldn't you have just come to me and said, Hey, I'm thinking about leaving or whatever? Like she just she did she he's like, You didn't even leave me a note, which is true. She could have communicated better if if they were at the point they had said, which is like they had these feelings for each other, they were considering getting engaged, all these things. Like, I think she probably did owe him some communication beyond just leaving. But in that conversation, I also got glimpses of the kind of scary controlling Uche that just like fires questions at you and then picks apart your responses, you know? I think that's exactly it. Like he turns a bit cold. There's one point where Aaliyah is just sobbing, apologizing, and he's like, you let some girl come between us. And he doesn't seem to be able to process in this moment that the fact that they were on a TV show... Yeah. changed the calculations here yeah like she has no support she can actually trust she was not feeling like she was in a situation that was safe I get why he's upset and frustrated and feels abandoned I think that's totally valid but at one point she says I don't feel that it's fair for you to say that I don't value you or what we have because I did something to protect me and to me that was really like the crux of what she did. She's like, I had to make a decision to protect myself. Yeah. And we are real people that exist outside of this television show. And I also think like, it's fairly obvious to me that in the same way that producers did not allow Uche to disclose his connection to Lydia earlier, I would assume producers also did not allow Aaliyah to write a note or communicate with Uche at all before leaving. Right. Like, I guarantee they said, if you want to leave, you have to pack your shit and go right now. They, You're right. They wanted the element of surprise. That's something I hadn't considered. And, and it just, what bothers me about the way that he communicates is like, even if he is smart, which he clearly is, even if he's making good, fair points or whatever in the beginning, it's like at the point where she starts to emotionally break down, he just goes cold and kicks harder. He just keeps kicking, he her and kicking her and kicking her and hammering in on it when she's down instead of sort of turning tender and saying, hey, I'm sorry, are you okay? There's there's never like a moment where his face softens and he's like empathetic towards whatever she's feeling. It's like he smells blood in the water and then he just goes harder He's going harder in for the kill. Right, goes in for the kill, right. And the conversation does not end on a good note. He says, this is exactly what I thought was going to happen. I was going to let myself get close to the wrong person. He gives the phone back to the producer and says, I don't want to talk to her. I don't want her number. I never want to see her again. Yeah. Shifts the blame entirely onto her. There's no blame on like- Didn't love it. You know, if that had been me, I might've been like, it's not fair to you that they made me keep that secret from you when I was hammering on you about honesty and I was keeping a secret from you this whole time. Then you had to live in a room with my ex who was being- unhinged about telling you every single thing about our relationship including that we slept together three months ago you know then the producers wouldn't let you write a note to me or tell me you know all these things they manipulated us both and I hope we can see each other and talk about this after the show there was none of that it was just like you're a bad person I knew that I was going to get put with someone shitty and that shitty person is you and go stewing it for the rest of your life bye you know just like kind of cruel Exactly. And look, if they did mention production, which I saw Uche posted a comment on someone's Instagram post, I forget, saying that he did tell Aaliyah at the time that producers wouldn't let him tell her about Lydia and that they obviously cut 
him talking about production out. Yeah. That makes sense. But it's like, okay, buddy, if that happened to you, you should have the wherewithal to be like, probably something similar happened with her. But there's just a lack of empathy in the way that he communicates when he's in conflict. It's like he views his partner as a combatant and right. he's there to win the war right. at whatever cost. And that is a really bad way to approach conflict in a romantic relationship or in any kind of relationship, honestly. Yeah, I tend to think Aaliyah dodged a bullet there. Same. I was like, good for you for escaping, girl. Yeah. Let's move on to Milton and Lydia. They still haven't had their reveal because this season is so chaotic. They do, and it goes well. It like, goes much better than JP's. So much better. So, yeah, Milton is freaking adorable. He's extremely tall. I think she calls him a giant during the reveal. Yes. He um, is six seven. we learn. That is, that is very tall. Quite tall. They're, like, putting their hands together, and his hands are, like, twice the size of hers. But it is She's a really very cute, a very cute it's sweet cute. reveal. It doesn't feel awkward. It feels like they're both attracted to each other. It feels like, you know, it's 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 cute. It's the, it's the kind of reveal that we like to see on the show. Exactly. It's weird that it's between two people that when you zoom out, you're like, this can't work but it is very sweet he does seem to bring out a side of her that's that's that feels a little more grounded in reality yes yes I think that that's very true and we see more of that as these episodes progress she seems to feel safe in a way that she likely hasn't in relationships before and I think that helps her maybe be a little less unhinged and he's he's so rational and she's so emotional but like he he doesn't cut her down in a, in the same way that Uche does. Like you never see him like shaming her for being how she is. It's just like, hey, these are our personalities and maybe maybe we were a fit, you know? Exactly. So this brings us to Mexico and our three, only three couples <laughs> head off to Mexico, which means it is time to start banging or to break up. Izzy and Stacy and Milton and Lydia immediately start having a good time izzy and stacy are just like giggling and making out and taking bubble baths they're they're honeymooning they're super super into each other yeah at least physically like stacy what surprises you the most about me and she's like basically that you have a big dick yep (laughs) and they both just like collapse into a fit of laughter it's it's very cute they also we also learn that stacy clogged the toilet in their room and I'm like, this is the openness that you need in a they're, relationship. They are, they're the fun couple. They're super fun, super flirtatious. They laugh a lot. They play a lot. They have an incredible physical chemistry. They, especially in Mexico, are very fun to watch. Yes, 100%. Milton and Lydia are like the goofy couple. They're the odd couple, for yeah. sure. Like, the they odd are couple that you're couple. like, they're still together. And it looks like it's working. But how? How? This doesn't make sense I I think part of me expected that Lydia would freak out when she saw him and be like he's cute but he's young and now I'm not attracted to him but instead she's like I see the 24 on him but his personality and maturity still come through in a way that she's really into him physically they're just like boning in the shower basically oh yes we we see them boning in the shower I I have questions about that that shot which they showed us repeatedly like they also showed Izzy and Stacy in the shower I was like how what's the negotiation I would be so upset (laughs) if my parents had to watch that scene of me in the shower 
But okay. Milton's no, butt they, is they, just like confirmation that they banged in the shower. Yeah. They want us to know mm-hmm. if you're a healthy couple, you're Banging gonna in the fucking shower. bang in the shower. <laughs> Milton and Lydia also seem like very open about sex and mutually into having sex with each other, which is a good sign. Which, good which sign. you kind of need that. Which calls back to Lydia telling Milton, which I didn't think she should have, you know, if you want to know how good I am in bed, ask Uche. <laughs> and I thought Milton was going to respond terribly to that, but he just thought it was really funny. So apparently yeah. that's really important to both of them. And they are, they're fucking like rabbits in Mexico. You just listened to a free preview of this week's Rich Text podcast. If you like what you heard and you want to listen to the rest of this week's podcast and our entire Rich Text back catalog, you can become a paying subscriber at clarendemma.substack.com. If not, you can still enjoy our free weekly recommendations. Rich Text is hosted, produced, and edited by us, Claire Fallon and Emma Gray. You can find the written version of Rich Text at clarendemma.substack.com. You can find us on Instagram at Claire and Emma Pod, and you can find our other podcast, Love to See It, over at Stitcher and wherever you listen to podcasts, as well as on TikTok and Twitter at Love to See It Pod. You can also find us individually at Claire E. Fallon and at Emma Lady Rose. Thanks for listening. 